Hey everybody, welcome to the Morphin Grid. I'm Josh. And I'm Jake. And today we are watching episode 150, season 3, episode 38, Attack of the 50-foot bulk? 60-foot bulk. 60-foot bulk. So close. It was written, uh, aired February 10th, 1996, written by, I'm going to say Giles Wheeler. There's two L's, so it might be Gillies Wheeler. (laughs) Uh, Good old Gillies Wheeler, uh, and directed by your boy and mine, Paul Schreier. Paul Schreier, you might remember him. From such roles as Bulk. As Bulk. As adult Bulk. And Benjamin, when they were in the past. Oh, yes. Uh, Marissa's Uncle Benjamin. Right. Didn't we have a whole thing about how that might have been Ben Franklin? <laughs> I think it's implied to be Ben Franklin. <laughs> but what was he doing in California in the, <laughs> around the time of the revolution? Hmm. Right. If you're new here, what we do is we pause the recording. We go watch an episode of Power Rangers. Then we come back and we talk about it. You can follow along if you got Netflix or the DVDs. Occasionally, I have giggle fits. But guess what, guys? I didn't today. Already doing 100% better on that front than last time. I mean, so far. Give it time. <laughs> Haven't watched the episode. We'll see what happens after. But uh, we're going to go watch it now. I'm excited to see Paul Schreier's debut. Yeah. I mean, I've seen it several times, but I don't remember it at all. So this is exciting. I didn't remember the monster. We, when we saw the picture, I called him Blood Tears Brain Boy. So we're going to watch that now because it's Morphin Time. We're back. We just watched Attack of the 60 Foot Bulk. And guys, it wasn't really stupid. No, it's pretty good. It was pretty good. There's a couple of moments that are weird, but well, I mean. There's specifically <laughs> one thing that's really weird that they immediately forget about. Yep. And my voice cracked while saying that, and I feel weird. Yeah, so before we talk about it, morphingrid.homo.com is our website. You can email us at littleidiots.morphingrid at gmail.com. We're on Twitter at morphingrid. We're on Facebook at facebook.com slash themorphingrid. And we're on iTunes and Stitcher. If you want to leave us a rating and review, that would be awesome. And also mandatory soon. Very so soon. get ready. If you haven't yet, get ready. I want you to, here's your homework. Just open up your favorite word processor and just type in a couple practice drafts. Yeah, just like get a, like a real solid <laughs> Get your one. fingers ready. Yeah. Also, Jonathan asked about this on Twitter when we're doing the the, the best of episode. That's going to be the anniversary episode, which is January 14th. It might be the 13th. I'm pretty confident it's the 14th. Okay. So, Is it going to go up on that day? It's going to go up on that day. Okay. It's like a Tuesday or a Wednesday. All right. I think. I haven't looked. It's going to go up that day regardless of if we have another episode. Okay. Um, <laughs> but the cutoff... For when to get your best of stuff in is December 31st. Okay. okay? You have until the end of the year because I need at least two weeks to put it together. Because <laughs> right. it's going to be a lot of fishing and cutting and pasting and all that. So there's that. Now I have you... a question about that episode. Okay. Is it going to be in chronological order? Are the clips going to be chronologically from beginning to end? I think so. I, I think like they probably that. will be. All right. Because I was going to suggest that if that was not your plan. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't. I don't. I imagine that would be the easiest way to put it together. Yeah, too. it would be. Yeah, I mean, it's a fun, fun romp down memory lane. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how else to, to, to set it up. If it wasn't chronological, like, right, I don't want to do it. The by... only way is if like we get enough recommendations and some of them outweigh others, right? And then like kind of, but, but chronologically, I would say, yeah, just... chronologically is just the safest way to do it. So that's that's how it's gonna go. We have a couple emails, by a couple, I mean one, and then some tweets from <laughs> that's Ross. Not Butler. what a couple means. Well, technically, it's a couple because Christina sent two. She sent. Oh, okay. One and then she sent a <laughs> she like forgot something so she sent another one real quick. This is in regards to 
your first season of Power Rangers and how you got back into it. Christina says, I think the first season of Power Rangers I ever watched was probably Samurai. Uh, growing up, I always knew that Power Rangers existed and had played it a couple times with friends when I was younger, but Samurai was the first one I actually watched on TV. Uh, at the time, I also watched the season before that, uh, RPM, which aired in 2009 on Netflix. Uh, however, I stopped watching altogether right after Super Samurai, although I did finish watching RPM. Also, can we like pause for a second and say how awesome it is that all of Power Rangers is on Netflix? Yeah. like That's pretty sweet. Just, it's not showing signs of going anywhere. No, either. it's like that's just a real great way for kids to watch it now. Yeah. Good job, Netflix. <laughs> way to do Keep right. Up a good word. Way to do right by the kids. I didn't get back into Power Rangers until the until earlier this year when I watched most of the Disney seasons. However, I really didn't get into any Savant seasons besides Samurai until I found your podcast on Tumblr. Oh yeah. <laughs> Uh, and to be honest, Samurai is not the best season out there by far. It has a good storyline, but has some issues with wording and some of the lines and scenes. I I can imagine the writing being a little awkward I, in that. Yeah. Though I did see a gift set of the the female Red Ranger, and I'm all in. I'm all in on her. I don't. I got. No, I know nothing, but it's just like her like doing Ranger stuff, and I'm like, yeah, yeah. this is what I want. <laughs> <sighs> Uh, where was I? <laughs> from what I heard, it was basically a direct translation of Shinkenger. Uh, I also heard that from a couple of people, most notably Calvin, uh, I think, told us a while ago that it's like I, pretty I like one that, for one. But I also like when they're able to just take that footage and make something totally different. Yeah, out of it. I think I think if they can make it work and if they don't pull the punches. Yeah. Like, um, just for example, off the top of my head, like Megaforce, like how Megaforce is like really <laughs> terrible garbage because it's like nothing, nothing happens. It's just them. And then monster fights, and there's no connective tissue or character stuff in between. If if they are gonna get closer to the source material, go all the way with it. Like, yeah, be cool with it and fill in the gaps in a good way, and not just don't. Right. Yeah. And I know you guys have mentioned it before, but are you going to Power Morphicon next year? No. Nope. <laughs> um, I would love to. I think it would be awesome. I'm hoping for the one after that. I'm hoping for the one after. It's every two years. So it's kind of far away, and like if we get a big windfall of money soon, like maybe we'll figure out a way to get to get over there. Right. I would love to because there's Power Rangers there that we can interview and yeah. talk to. Like, wouldn't that be so cool? That would be real cool. I just like I want to talk to Steve Cardenas more than anyone else. Really? Yeah. Because <laughs> like, because everybody else I, I know I'd be kind of nervous around, but Steve Cardenas I feel like I have this weird relationship where it's like, oh, you're just Rocky. <laughs> but also like Steve Cardenas is not the problem with Rocky. Right. Like, I want to, like, get that out there. Yeah, Like, yeah. all of our problems with you boy, Tiki, is solely on the, like, what he's given. And so, like, I just want to, like, tell him that. I want to be like, hey, Rocky's the worst Power Ranger, but that's not your fault. <laughs> <laughs> also, can you say this is your boy, Tiki, and you're listening to the Morphin Grid? Oh, God. <laughs> oh. Um, I'm getting goosebumps. Right? Can you imagine? That'd be awesome. <laughs> Anyway, Zio seems to be right around the corner, and I'm very, I'm still really excited. Still loving your podcast, Christina. And then she's got a PS. I'm going to go to the other email, and then I'll get back to the PS, because I'm going to talk about the PS for probably longer than I should, so I'm going to do it later. Oh, and I didn't really talk about it. I got back into Power Rangers through a combination of YouTube montages and other videos. I saw a video with all the Ranger intros, and then started just researching up more Power Rangers stuff. I actually hadn't realized there were so many Power Ranger seasons, and so I watched RPM again, then Jungle Fury, and went from there. Uh, so, uh, yeah, YouTube montages of Power Rangers stuff is a black hole. That's mm -hmm. that's a kind of how you got back into right? Like me? No, I got back into it when the DVD sets released, and then you looked up a bunch of stuff on YouTube, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, like I, 
I think I looked up Forever Red a while ago, and like I got hyped, but I didn't get back into Power Rangers right. until the DVD sets the DVDs came, out. came out. Yeah, uh, there there is a video of a guy doing all at the time. I think it is seven, might have been eighteen, eighteen or nineteen at the time, all the theme songs in a row. So I will find that video and I will I will put it in the show notes, which I know. Guys, I know I'm super behind on the posts, but I've been <laughs> crazy busy, and the podcast comes first, so right. <laughs> uh, it will it will get up. We will, I will update it soon, at least once we go on hiatus. So soon. yeah, when we go on hiatus. You guys can look forward to some more legacy episodes yeah. going up. Uh, then, P.S. You guys were the first podcast I ever listened to, and I'm still pretty new to the community. So any suggestions would be wonderful. Uh, I have you guys, two. <laughs> You guys, or at least Jake, seem to listen to a ton of podcasts. Thanks. So, Josh, what are your right. two podcasts? I don't listen to a ton. I'm also new. I've been podcasting for almost two years now, but I'm new to listening to podcasts. Yeah. I have I have more, but most of them overlap with yours. So the two that I have to recommend are uh, Goosebuds, which is similar to our podcast, to the Morphin Grid, yeah. but they read a Goosebumps book. It's yeah, three it, friends that read a Goosebumps yeah, book. Yeah, it's, it's a thing by thing. Apart. Yeah. yeah, thing by thing review of a thing, and it's yeah. it's the Goosebumps books, which sounds pretty cool. I might, then I might check that out. Chad, who is on Goosebuds, has another podcast called Paranoia Shop, which is the the only podcast that like I realized after I listened to it that I needed in my life the entire time. Yeah. <laughs> now that it's here, I can't live without it. That's I have, I have like a lot of podcasts like that. So here. This is the why I said I might go into this longer than, okay. than I want to. I listen to about 40 podcasts. Now, I know what you're thinking. That's crazy. That's, <laughs> that must be all you do. Uh, well, yes, because uh, my job lets me. I don't know if I'm allowed to, but they don't stop me. They let me just listen to podcasts all day at work. Right. So I listen to about eight hours a day of podcasts so I can get a lot of them out. And by I listen to 40, I mean I keep up with 40. Like I'm basically clean on my podcasts. So here are a couple that everyone should listen to because they're the greatest. My Brother, My Brother, and Me is the funniest podcast there's ever been, I think. I think. I haven't done all the research. It, it is laugh out loud they, funny. This, this last episode, they are eulogizing. They start out eulogizing the end of America's Next Top Model, which, which <laughs> Justin and Griffin are friends of. And like they get, they're about to, to put up a clip from like a couple years ago when they talked about like the, when they went to Boys in the House. And before they get to the clip, Griffin breaks down and starts <laughs> screaming at America's Next Top Model for leaving. And it is the funniest thing I've ever heard in my life. He's just yelling, this is how you do me! This is how you do me! And then it cuts to the clip. And it's, oh, it's so good. So they're the McElroy brothers. And basically any podcast revolving around them is really good. Uh, the Adventure Zone, they play D&D with their dad, is super funny. Uh, there's a new episode up today which I can't wait to listen to. There's also one, uh, Travis, the middle brother, uh, has two. Bunker Buddies is pretty good. It's like post-apocalyptic preparation, but also comedy. Like, it's not, like, they're not preppers, but they, like, would like to be, kind right, of. Right. Um, so it's, it's pretty funny, but the real, the, the one that Travis does called Can I Pet Your Dog might be the funnest podcast in the history of mankind. <laughs> it's it's uh, Allegra Ringo and Renee Colvert. Love dogs so much that do a podcast about it. And it's the best. It's just so good. They're like so infectiously enthusiastic about dogs. <laughs> and it's just, it's so good. I um, might check that out because I can't, sitting here, you I can't, can't imagine think of a what way it would be that a podcast is just about dogs. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> and like, like Renee Colvert, I know you're not listening, but if you want to get married, 
<laughs> That's the thing I'm okay with. She just they're, they're both really funny and they're just so hyped about dogs. It's just like the most endearing thing in the world. Uh, then, oh, what are some others? Uh, War Rocket Ajax, if you're into comics, that's that's my go-to comics podcast. Um, it really depends on what you're into. If you just search whatever you're into and then into iTunes and then go down to the podcast tab and click on that, just kind of look through there. You'll find yeah, some stuff. Yeah, you, you might have to look around. You might have to go through. You got to kiss a couple frogs. Right. But <laughs> but one of but, them will yeah. be a prince. Um, so like there's, uh, there's also Super Sentai Brothers, who um, I can't recommend enough. There's also Ranger Danger, which I know Christina is already listening to because uh, she talked to me about it before. Those two are, if you're really into Power Rangers, those two are other good podcasts. There's also a sweet new Pokemon There's podcast. There's a really great new Pokemon podcast um, that everyone should check out. It's called Pokemon World Tour. A couple real handsome, funny guys very, host that one. Very handsome, charming guys host it. I really enjoy that podcast because I don't have to do like any work on the front end, which I like. <laughs> um, there's you have to do a lot on the back end. A lot on the back end, but it's worth it. It's it's worth it at the end. Uh, then Sailor Business, which is the other one I edit. It's a it's an episode-by-episode episode recap of Sailor Moon. Chris Sims and Jordan D. White, and they have a guest on. Uh, that's really good, and then I edit after 42. You can get you can hear my editing styles. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if it's apparent or not. I'm trying to think. Nerdy Show is really good, but like uh, it's hard to explain it. It's about everything. Right. It's about everything nerdy. If it's If it's about... If it's in any sphere of nerdiness, Nerdy Show's got you covered. Uh, it's really funny. I really enjoy it. They just did a, like, sometimes they do, like, um, RPG episodes where they, like, play an RPG. They have, like, a bunch of podcasts on the Nerdy Show network, so, like, you can pick and choose from there. But they did one called, like, they did the, the Call of Cthulhu Mystery Program, which has done, like, an old-timey radio show. <laughs> and it was awesome. It just ended. It, it was really good. Uh, there's also, speaking of radio shows, Thrilling Adventure Hour. Go check that out. Specifically, Beyond Belief and Sparks Nevada. Sparks Nevada, you have to start from the beginning. Beyond Belief, you can kind of get any episode, but they're all really good. And then I'm just I'm flooded right now. I want to talk about every podcast, but I, <laughs> I shouldn't. No, we're already at about 20 minutes. I still have a whole episode we need to talk about. That's fine. Yeah, that's all I have for now. And if you're into Gravity Falls or Gravity Falls Gossiper, which is sort of the parent show of this because that's the podcast that got me into podcasts like nerdy show was the first podcast i listened to but then like after i listened to gravity falls gospel i was like oh podcasts are a cool thing and it's really good it's kind of over but uh check it out it's real good i miss it i miss it every day <laughs> and if you have any more just ask on twitter and i can just give you a thousand like a thousand <laughs> they're really good so that's that okay yeah uh, ross butler sent us some tweets about like how he got back into power rangers um these are all like i really enjoy these i really like learning how people got back into it because it's a thing that everyone falls out of yeah and then like if you either don't come back or you do and i like that people come back because it's a great show it's just like really confusing right now <laughs> for us but uh ross says i never really fell out uh, i've been in since right before tommy's debut when i was already too old to be watching uh quote unquote too old to be watching uh, the Zords filled the hole left by Transformers having ended, and Local Fox didn't get Beast Wars until the second time around. That stinks. Beast Wars was great. <laughs> um, I watched straight through to the end of Lost Galaxy and finally dropped out around Lightspeed Rescue. Just didn't grab me. That's exactly what happened with me. Uh, I tried Time Force when it came back, when it started, and same thing. Um, didn't get fully back into it until Wild Force, having rewatched Lightspeed Rescue and Time Force since then. Uh, I enjoyed them both in retrospect. Next skip was Mystic Force because of the opening theme. Yeah, I hated it that much. <laughs> Partial skips of SPD and RPM because of time slot shifts and cable um, company not flagging new EPS as such, so my DVR would miss them. Operation Overdrive was a partial casualty of that 
as well. And I didn't have the right Disney Channel for SPD, which I guess it, it might have aired on Disney XD then. That's weird. Which is, it's what Gravity Falls airs on now. And it's just, nothing carries Disney XD. Like, like <laughs> Sling TV does, but you got to pay five extra dollars, so I'm not going to get it. Right. I just buy it on iTunes. Every episode's worth $3. I can't tell you guys how good Gravity Falls is. <laughs> it's might be the best show of the last 10 years. Skip the Morphin re-air and have dropped off during Samurai and Megaforce coming back briefly to sample their supers. I think Dino Charge is going to be the, the first to break the dropout streak, though, because he's been enjoying it. So... As a That's an, good. quite the odyssey uh, that you go on. I'm now I'm worried about Mystic Force's theme song, though. Um, <laughs> the thing about the theme song is like you could just skip it. Yeah. <laughs> now, back when it was new, you I mean you had to watch it at the opening yeah. of the show. But now we can just skip it. Now we just skip it. Um, we're definitely going to go through all of them, though. I mean, unless something bad happens. <laughs> right. The plan is to do all the Power Rangers. Do you want to talk about this episode, though? Now yeah, that we've been on I that do. for 25 minutes, <laughs> I have for a little bit. We start off with all the kids coming into Splash City, Splash Town, Splash, Splash Town, Splash Town. Pretty sure it was Splash Town. I don't think it's Splash Town now. Anyway, they come into this water park. WWE Friday Night Splash Town. (laughs) It's my favorite wrestling program. (laughs) It's all Bash the Beach 96. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that would be terrible. That's that's the day that my life got ruined because of Hulk Hogan. Thanks for that, buddy. So Bulk's uncle owns the water park and he opened it up specifically for the kids in their class. So I guess it was, it's not summer yet, so he opened it early just for them. Still nobody's worried about these strange kids. Well, like, <laughs> no, because that's just how they are. Like, they're not—these kids didn't appear. But they did. We've already established that only yeah. one of okay. them goes to school here, and he's a grown-up now. <laughs> okay, so here's—I was thinking about this a lot. Okay. And you got to follow me here, and you have to take the leaps with me. All right. Okay or else it won't make sense. Time reversed, but only time. Oh, okay. Okay, does that make sense? Yep. So, like, time went backwards, and they all turned into kids. So, every, so space is the same. Everything is yeah. still where it was. Yeah, it's and so, like... Time is backwards. And, and because everyone else's memories are different, except for the Power Rangers, I think the universe just like, well, let me fix this real quick. Right. Like, someone screwed with my time. Let me course correct it. I can make that jump. That's the... That's my only... The only thing that makes sense as to why these children are not, like, on the news for being missing. Right. You know, and, like, everyone's just fine with them living there, even though they should Going be to in... school there, even though technically none of them are registered. Yeah, like, so that's the only, only thing I can think of. Also, Wilbur Wilton, the science teacher, is one of the chaperones. And the same age. The He's same. exactly he the same exactly age. the same. So, so, we haven't seen Ernie yet, but there goes my whole dream. Wilbur, Wilbur Wilton might be a vampire <laughs> he, yes <laughs> he looks the same he also says hey tommy thanks for thank you to your uncle your uncle william uncle william for chaperoning we had um, to go back because i was like wait did he just straight up call him billy yeah no um so i mean seven years like you might have he probably forgot that one time that he met tommy's uncle william right. and then it's just billy you know i'm willing to give that a pass because i don't remember what happened seven years ago no never mind a face that i saw once right yeah <laughs> one time yeah <laughs> here's Mr. Wilton is there so that they can be like, this is a school trip. Yeah. Because they get to the edge of the pool, and he's just like, hey, you stop that, and runs off, and he never comes back. We never back. see him again. And I'm pretty sure that's it. That's a that's a picture wrap on Wilbur Wilton. Because <laughs> I remember in the couple episodes he was in before, uh, him saying, or, or the Wikipedia saying, like, he'll be back in return of, you know, of the 60-foot bulk, yeah. which I forgot until the episode started. But I, I'm pretty sure this is his last appearance. 
So pull one out for Wilbur Wilton. Okay, so all the all the Rangers are worried about the Equitians, who again, no one says the, the same Aquitians. way. The Aquitians, the Equitians. That's my favorite. <laughs> I'm waiting for the Aquacushions. <laughs> uh, so they're like, Billy, can you contact Zordon with your new handheld? communicator thing because i was like why don't they just use their communicators and i was like oh billy hasn't invented them yet right so they don't exist billy's like we can only do it in emergencies and they all gang up on him and they're like please please come on they're acting like children yeah okay which is explained in a minute it is which is bananas that they did that good on them yeah so he calls zordon and he's like hey everyone's just kind of worried about the equations like we want to know if they got home fine and zordon's like i'll check and so he calls them he opens up a a second line. Yeah. Hits <laughs> hits uh, Flash on the telephone. <laughs> Calls the Equations, who are facing a wall. They're just in... They're, there's a window. They're, like, looking Is out that a, a window? window. It I looked like so. just, like, decoration. I'll, I'll assume it's a window. Uh, maybe it's supposed to be a but window. Here's the I thing. saw it as a window. If it's a window, only the middle three can see it. The two on the outside <laughs> are just standing against the wall. Yep. Delphine has her arms up, and she's doing, like, this shadow puppet butterfly yeah. thing. <laughs> uh, and they're like... Yes, we're almost rehydrated. Zordon's like, good. Zordon out. <laughs> and then... Ryan uh, Seacrest saw this. He was like, oh, that's the thing. That's my thing. <laughs> that's my thing. Ah. <laughs> then we cut back to uh, the Rangers. Zordon's like, hey, they're good. Everyone's fine there. They wanted to say thank you for your help. And uh, also, Billy, all the other Rangers are children. And so their bodies are behaving more like children. So you got to let them play yeah he says their their minds and their bodies are yeah behaving more like children he says it in a weird way right so like they remember but like their body chemistry is that of a child so like they have right. a lot more energy that they need to like release so he's like let them have fun make sure they play good or else they'll just be stressed <laughs> out little dudes so then we cut up to the moon and zed and Rita are like yeah while they're playing let's seize this opportunity i finally found that old scroll that's got a map of under the command center and we can go okay. put we can go put a bomb in it. I don't know. I don't know what happened. I don't either. While I was watching this, but I must have blacked out and did not hear the underneath the command center map part. That's what the scroll is. Did you just did you like hear- I just missed that whole thing. Really? Okay. Yeah. Cuz then later when it cuts there, I'm like, "Where are they? What what was the plan? What's going on?" Yeah, and I was like, "Oh, this is the <laughs> scroll. I thought you just like kind of missed where they were no, where just, the scroll was." I missed was. the whole thing. Okay. Well, they have a scroll. I was watching you were. <laughs> I guess I just thought, oh, the plan is to go attack somewhere while the Rangers right. are busy. Yeah, you know, that blind spot for the plan-making parts <laughs> because it's the same most of the time. But yeah, Zed somehow found a scroll that has the the a map of all the secret tunnels under the command center, which is... A new thing. A new thing. My biggest problem... This is fine. Yeah, maybe this is made so the electrical guys could, like, figure out how to root things. Whatever. My big problem with it is that they don't know where the command center is. Well, they do now. Does that just like a now they can find it now they've been led I there think once because so, they got there and I think Zed locked onto them. Okay, and so saw, now like that's where the command center. Okay, is. so that might be how they found the room with the scroll. Okay, that's that makes sense. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, so then he's like, all right, we're gonna take a bomb. We're gonna put a bomb in the weakest point of the command center, blow it up. It will blow Zordon into antimatter, which is cool. not how that works. No, but man, that's rough. That is rough because if he comes into contact with any regular matter. <laughs> Gone. Giant explosion. Yeah. Then they go, all right, in the meantime, we're going to make the meanest kid in their class a monster. That'll be fun, right? We'll just turn a kid into a monster. Cut to the water park. And we just get, like, a bunch of, like, water time fun. Water yeah. slides. There's, like, one shot of Bulk and Skull trying to cut a line. That's in a second. Okay. Uh, and it's my favorite. 
because we get the return of my favorite super super minor character. <laughs> yeah, there's just like a lot of cool like um the I, the reason I like this the most is like number one. Paul Schreier is like, hey, if it's my episode, we're going to a water park. And then number two, he's like, every kid gets to ride the water slides at least twice. So this must be, <laughs> this water park is owned by Bulk's uncle. Yes. They say at the beginning of the episode. And that he opened it for the school. Yeah. So is this like a weekend trip? But that doesn't make any sense because a water park should be open every week. Yeah, I it should think, be open every day. I think it's preseason. I think it's okay, before. Okay. But like in California, it's always warm. Right. So like it should just be open, but like maybe it's maybe just, maybe he mean or maybe they mean that it's closed off to the public today for a school field trip, right? And they just said it in a weird way. That's probably what happened. But Paul Schreier. But yeah, keep in mind that it's just their school class that's here. Yeah, because there are a ton of kids here. This is a giant. It's huge. This is an elementary school class. But yeah, it's huge. Middle school at like sixth grade at the most. Right. But yeah, they um they, there's there's a. Middle school, kids here. middle school where I grew up did not start until seventh grade, that's, seventh and eighth. That's weird. Yeah, middle school or junior high to some people. Junior high is the super old way to say. It. Yeah, that's how my um, mom says it. <laughs> not that my mom is super old. No, but that's how that's how she says middle school. Yeah, I like junior high, but it's a middle school to me. Yeah, some places still call it that, but yeah, um, mine started at six. We six, seven, eight. When, when I moved to the next town over, it was. It was sixth, seventh, and eighth. Huh? That's Ethel, weird. Ethel I wonder just what seventh and eighth. Well, I don't they re- might do sixth, seventh, and eighth now, but when I was there, it was just uh, sixth was in the elementary schools, and seventh and eighth had their own building, and then high school had its own building. That's weird. What's the purpose of that? Do you think? I like, don't know. but sixth grade was still just a uh, one teacher, one class grade. It wasn't like a period, like everything uh, separated. That's, thing. that's real weird. I think my dad's was like that when he was a kid <laughs> <laughs> in the sixties. Well, look, maybe Athol is just not up to the time. It just hasn't gotten past it's a the very 60s yet. tiny old town. Yep. Now we get to Bulk and Skull. They are cutting the line because Bulk's uncle owns the place, so he's being a turd about it. He's just like, excuse me, my uncle owns the place. Coming through, everybody out the way. And Skull's like, yeah, out the way. Eh. We mentioned a lot how Little Skull is the perfect Little Skull. Yeah. Dude's the perfect Little Skull. Like, just... Even looks enough like Jason Narby. Yeah. I would not be surprised if they were related. Yeah. Uh, it's pretty cool. But then they get to the front of the line, and who's there? But Alonzo Bowden. You remember last time he was on the show, he messed with Bulk and Skull. Yeah. <laughs> when he was, he parked a car. Yeah, his job <laughs> is to intimidate them into running away. It's awesome. <laughs> and now he uh, runs, he's the, the, nope, you can't go yet, guy, yeah, at the he, water slide. They get to the front of the line, and he's like, is there a problem? And he's like, <laughs> they're like, not oh, see the line? Oh, is that a line? He's like, yeah, you better get in it. Yeah, get, go and then get they in run it. away, not to the end of the line, they just leave. They run <laughs> to a whole other ride. Like, we're going to go somewhere else. We're going to go play in that cool playground that's in a little bit of water that was a real cool thing i wish water country had one of those Maybe i some. hate water parks i don't like being in water well that, <laughs> i know that i love them because they're like going out to the ocean but safe <laughs> there's no sharks there's no sharks there so we come back to the moon and rita and zed are talking and like they're like they can't find a kid that's mean enough like they're all too dumb to be mean they just keep looking at the Power Rangers, I guess. I guess. And then uh, Rita's like, oh, they, Goldar and, and Rita forgot the bomb. Those idiots. So then I was like, there's, is that, is that going to be the whole plot? That they forgot the bomb? There's no reason for that to happen except to just tell us that Goldar and Rita were idiots. Yep. So then I thought that was it on the bomb front. Immediately she teleports to wherever the scroll is kept. It's got to be a room under the command center. It, that's it's got to be yeah. in that maze-like labyrinth. Yeah. That was kind of redundant. A labyrinth is just a maze. The maze-like yes. corridors yeah. <laughs> under the 
under the command center because after they find it and they start walking through the tunnels, it all looks the same. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it just... That's a terrible place to keep your scroll that reveals your weakness. Well, for 10,000 years, it's been fine. Well, they didn't, that's true. They didn't so, know where the command center yeah. was. So maybe, in that respect, it was the best place. Yeah, and then so now Zed found out. Zordon doesn't know that. He should because they stopped the bomb from going off. Right. But... Nothing. It's just weird that now they're under the command center, but the alarms aren't going off. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it doesn't scan that close. Maybe. They're like, give me the map. No, give me the map. Give me the- Okay, fine. And then Rito rips the map in half and hands Goldar half the map. And he's like, there, now we both get maps. And Rita is aghast. She just leaves. She is just shocked and appalled and leaves. She leaves them a bomb. He rips the map in half and she's like, oh God, what have I done? And leaves instead of just like doing right. it herself. <laughs> she leaves. Now, guys, I don't want to bury the lead on how Alien Rangers ends up. This is episode four of five of Alien Rangers. Four? Five? five, five, five. They spend the next five episodes in these corridors trying to plant this bomb. <laughs> okay, just get, just be ready for that. That's Goldar and Rito's contribution to the rest of Alien Rangers. So, yeah, this is the first time where Rito is actually a bumbling idiot. Yeah, because before this episode, like he definitely appears to be an idiot. But it's pretty effective when you give him a job to do. Right. I think it's Goldar throwing him off his game. I don't think it's just Goldar. I mean, it's definitely part Goldar. Yeah. But like Rito ripping the map in half. I mean, the only thing I can think of. If Goldar wasn't there, he would not have ripped the map in half. Exactly. And then also, like, if he, like, maybe he already memorized it and was just like, hey, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna screw with you the entire time we're down here. That could be. I'm gonna lead you down wrong hallways. I'm gonna light you on fire a little <laughs> bit. Like, I think that's. I think that might be what's going on. We'll we'll see how the the show portrays it from here on. See if we can right. still keep that going. Cut back to the water park. Bulk and Skull are sliding down together, like just right after each other. Yeah, which is not allowed. No, I don't know if you guys have ever been to a water. park. I mean, if your uncle owns the park, maybe. But they, there's a guy at the top of the slide who lets one kid go and then watches until they come out at the bottom and then lets yeah. another kid go, or at least gets like far enough down, yeah. like over halfway. Depends on the size of the yeah. slide. But he's like, my uncle owns the place, and you're not Alonzo Bowden, so I'm not afraid of you. And he's like, all right, fine. You go ahead. So they lock. I think Skull's in front. I can't remember. Whoever's in front uh, has, like, the feet bulk, of the guy behind him locked under yeah. his arms. Yeah. It's funny. I think it's funny. Also, to peel back the curtain a little bit, there's also a camera guy right behind them. Right behind him and right in front of him on different takes. So, like, <laughs> they have to do it at least twice. So this is a fun day of acting for all these yeah. little kids. Rita and Zed are like, oh, what about, what about Bulk? He seems like a jerk. Bulk is like, hey, Skull, get all the... The tubes there's, you can find and go meet me at the bridge. There's a weird thing that happens. Because after they go down the slide and they fall into the tiny little pool at the bottom. Yep. Some of the rangers are up on a bridge or some wa- like raised walkway or whatever. Right. And you just laugh at them? Yeah. That's just unnecessarily mean on their part. Yeah. Because like, that's maybe, how water slides the, work. <laughs> the rangers are being mean. Yeah. Maybe make them the monster. <laughs> Couldn't hurt. Because Bulk is now just like, oh, those jerks are laughing at us for having a good time. Right, let's get him. He's like, we'll, make, we'll give him something to laugh at. Meet right. me with a bunch of tubes on top of a bridge. I don't like how the rangers come but across like, yeah, I, right here, because it doesn't make any sense. There was no reason for them to yeah. laugh at them for going down a slide. That's when, that's when Z, uh, Zeta and Red... Nope, try it again. Red... Nope, that's the same way with backwards. Red, Red and Zeta. <laughs> Zed and Rita. That's when they're like, oh, maybe Bulk. He seems like a, like a little jerk. Let's... Uh, I don't think they... They pick him until after he bombards well, no, the rangers. This with is tubes. when they're like, let's see how he does oh, right, on right. this. We cut to Adam and Aisha and Tiki. I think so. Uh, those three sliding down. They get about 
to the end, and Bulk and Skull just throw a bunch of tubes on him. Yeah. And it like wraps him up in tubes. Billy freaks out when, because like it's dangerous. Yeah, because they land in the pool at the bottom. They're covered in tubes, like they can't move. Yeah. At least they're in flotation devices. Right. But still, it's dangerous. If you flip upside down, you're dead. Yeah. <laughs> and Billy is like runs through the yeah. pool. He's like, oh my God, you guys, are you okay? Adam, Adam <laughs> wants to kill Bulk. He's like, we got to teach them a lesson of water safety. He's definitely ready to kick he's their gonna, faces. Yeah, he's about to murder some children. And Billy's like, you cool off. I'm going to go handle this. <laughs> go get a smoothie. <laughs> I'm going to talk to them. <laughs> Run to the smoothie station because you are a child who needs to play. Needs to play. Also, which one of you is faster? Now you need to know. Right. Uh, <laughs> Kids need to know that. They about need each to other. know. It's very important how fast you are with social currency. <laughs> Is how tall you are and how fast you could run. I was not very fast. I'm kind of tall, but I, I, was, I was neither. Not very fast. I didn't. I didn't do school very well. <laughs> I was also poor, so like just bad breaks all around. Then Billy runs over to Bulk and Skull and is yelling at him like, "Do you understand how dangerous that is?" Like, yeah. and Bulk's just like, "My uncle owns the place. Who cares? I'll if do I whatever kill, I want. If I kill a couple kids. Yeah, whatever. Murder. Sweep fine. it under the rug. Sweep it under the water rug." Uh, Zed and Rita are like, "Okay, this is him." We're going to turn him into a monster. Billy You're, leaves first, though, because yeah. Billy doesn't know that this happens to Bulk. No, he sees it. Then I have a, a weird question okay. for later on. Assuming he sees it, they turn him into Brat Boy. They turn Bulk into Brat Boy, which is a Bleeding Eyes Brain Monster, also an arcade machine. or a. He's a bunch of different controllers. Yeah, was, I didn't notice that the first time, but like his shoulder pads are like a Super Nintendo controller. His, he has joysticks in his shoes. His belt is like a like the console for a, an arcade machine, like yeah. an arcade cabinet. I thought he was Rad Boy, and I got real excited. But it's Brat he's Boy. He's Brat Boy because he's a meanie. But he's like made of video games, so that's, that's kind of rad. Is. No, a Brat's not a mean kid. He does well. It is a, in a, a brat way. Brat is like snotty. Snotty. Yeah, he's a brat later. We'll, we'll talk yeah. about that. They go to tell like he comes up. Skull panics and runs, and then like Brat Boy comes up to all the Rangers, or they try to stop him. They converge somehow. Billy goes to call Zordon, but the communicator's wet. He definitely saw Bulk turn into Brat Boy because Brat Boy threw him into the pool. I have a question for later then. We'll save it for until okay. when it comes up. It cuts to commercial, comes back, and the communicator dried out, I guess, in two minutes or however long it took the in in universe for the commercial to go. Cause as soon as we come back from commercial, he's like, Zordon, there's a monster now. We need the accretions. Zordon contacts the accretions. Or he says, I'm gonna contact them. I don't think we actually see it for a second. Then the Rangers are like, all right. We need to distract him. Hey, you want to play a game, Brat Boy? And they go through this weird roll call of each calling him boy. And yeah. it's weird. This is very weird. Because they're like, hey, you want to play a game? Which is his motif. Yes. He does want to play a game all the time. He does. But they, they're standing in a line with different pool toys. Quote, unquote, hidden behind Some their back. Some of them are hidden. Like, uh, Mullet Kid has a giant inner tube behind his back, which is sticking up all kinds over right. his head and stuff. Tommy just has something out. He's just holding like, like it. Like a noodle or something. I think Adam has like a tiny, tiny little inner tube that he is successfully hiding. Nobody else is, though. Yeah. So Adam, again, the only efficient Power Ranger, right? I guess. I mean, just the, the it's all there. <laughs> so he's like, you know, they, they just like yell, like make fun of him and in like a weird way that kind of makes no sense and it's just kind of off-putting. Yeah, and he's like, he wants to play a game. But they don't tell they, them what the game is. But they don't. They're just like, yeah, we're gonna play a game, and you, they just keep doing this like weird back and forth until the equations teleport yeah. in. Yeah, we cut it to the the equation rangers facing the wall, and they're like, hey, it's Zordon again. We need some help, and they're like, we'll be right there. We're rehydrated now. So then they just morph. They morph on Aquatar. Yep. And then they use the cheat code of like, if you morph, you can show up where you're needed. Right. And they just that's how they get there. They so just quick. pop up. 
in front of, in ready, front of the baby rangers. Yeah, ready to fight. There's a there's a fight in a water park, which is awesome. Very cool. I really enjoyed this fight. There's, there's a weird shot of them, like, right at the start of the fight, of the alien rangers just running through a tiny waterfall. Yeah, I don't know what that was about. <laughs> it, I think it's even in slow motion. It's, just like, it's not, but they're not going very fast through it because they're half in water. So they're just slower. Uh, then we get a lot of cool shots of like there's like this one big shot, like a one a one take shot of him blasting at them, and then like dodging in like this big slide area, and like they're like flipping and like and jumping out of the way. Pyro's going off all over the place, and it's really well timed. Yeah, and it just it looks really cool. It's a playground, but with water. And playground fights are always awesome. They lead him into into that weird playground with a little bit of water in it. Yeah, uh, uh, let's play tag. Yeah. For a second. That doesn't really last. They do some cool flips through pieces of it and stuff. The Brat Boy costume is is, ne- is never going to come unless back. It can't ever come back. Unless it's waterproof. Unless it's waterproof or they have another one. Right, yeah. Because um, it it's full on... Submerged yeah. most of the way in water. At one point, Terry is sitting at the edge of a pool and is like, all right, come on, next in line, and just grabs... Brat boy by the foot and like pulls him into an inner tube and sends him down. He's like, "Don't keep anyone waiting." He's just super cash about it. I think Terry might be my favorite. How does he know how water parks work on Earth? Well, they have air parks there oh, where there's, right. uh, <laughs> there's airflow. It's more of a like a horizontal thing than a uh, more right. angles. Then sl- I guess yeah, the giant air hockey table just kind of slowly pushes you around. Pretty much, yeah. Brat Boy gets embarrassed. They all laugh at him. They're all like chilling by the pool when he lands in the water, and like they are like <laughs> Delphine is like kind of flirty. She's being flirty. One of them has like a straw hat on. Yeah. One of them has like some kind of fruity drink. She's got a daiquiri yeah. of some sort, which <laughs> I don't think they sell it. Water parks for kids, but I think it might maybe it's just a strawberry smoothie in a fancy glass. Maybe that, that's that's possible. So then they make him grow. They make uh. The crisscross applesauce. At one point, though, before he grows, during the fight, uh, Sestro and Delphine, like, dive into a pool, and they're just swimming around. Oh, yeah, yeah, And Brat Boy's like, you can't stay under there forever, or I'll be here when you come up. But they can stay under there forever. Right. He doesn't know that, though. Or maybe, like, it's pool water. It's chlorinated. Right. Maybe they can't stay under there forever. Maybe not. Uh, but also, like, he, how would he know, you know? Right, that's true. Because he's bulk. But, yeah, uh, if the chlorine's not a problem... Yeah, dude, they can. <laughs> That's their whole thing, is their yeah, water. There's a lot of weird shots of them just swimming under yeah, there. Yeah, I don't know. I think they... And then they pop up and, like, kick him. They had a the water park. They were going to use it, you know? Yeah. Oh, at one point in that in that playground area, it has one of those buckets at the top that when it fills, it dumps out. Yep. And I think they dump that on top of Brat Boy. Yeah, because that's when you were like, that suit is over. That suit's ruined. That suit's ruined. I also think that's when he gets embarrassed and they make him grow. So he's huge, and he's like, I have this bottle of polluted water that I'm going to dump on you. Opens it up, dumps it on him. It's perfectly clear. Looks just like water. And this is never brought up again. No, they're just like, hey, you can't beat us. And that's it. That's, that's it. <laughs> that's all we get out of that. So he's like, I'm going to go destroy the city now. See you guys later. Which is a good way for him to walk right into some Japanese footage. Yeah, right into some Sentai footage. They 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 throw their coins. They like, did this, did this last did time. Did they just, too. I missed yeah. it last This time. is how they summon slash transform into the Battleborgs, I guess. Uh, yeah, depending on which version you're watching, I guess. Because they hold it. In that weird way that they fold their hands, they have the coin like wedged in there somehow. Yeah, and they hold it up and they're like, "Power of the Battleborgs, give us big power, bad Beetleborgs or whatever." And then five typical average kids they so throw them in the sky books. and the coins get to the sky and the Battleborgs pop yeah. out. And so then they do their whole like you know telepathic control thing. There's not a lot of that. There isn't. Uh, Oracle and Delphine charge out first. 
Yeah. So they it shows them running, and then it shows the Borgs running. They get hit, and then the Rangers fly back. Yeah. And then I think Sestro and I know Corcus does by himself. Corcus does point. alone. Yeah. Um, and he I, just does not do well. I he runs out there and immediately just gets decked in the face. Yeah. I don't know about um, about Terry and Sestro. Then uh, oh oh, uh, uh, Brad Boy does this really cool laser spin where he just like spins in a circle and lasers just shoot out of him. I really like that. It would have destroyed a lot of the city though. Yeah. He, he straight up just clawed a building. Oh down yeah, uh, and it blew up. There. Like while he hit it, it blew up. Yeah. Um, a, like Ranger Danger has suggested this. There's Kaiju Big Battle, but like if there was a place I could go, there was buildings set up, and I just got like 15 minutes to destroy them. That place would get so much of my money. Yeah. <laughs> I would try to work there just so I could get free Kaiju free battle. city records. Yeah. Like that'd be great. You could have different cities. You could have it set up in different ways. It would be awesome. You can have costumes. Yeah. So, I mean, you could go out as yourself if you want, but you could yeah. also dress up as a monster. Yeah. Oh, we have a, a, a not Godzilla costume yeah. or a not King Kong not costume. King Kong. Not Gamera. It would be awesome. They're making, <laughs> they're making a new Gamera movie. We'll talk about that later. Ooh. Uh, Maybe that one will be good and fun to watch. It's Japanese, so it should be. All right. <laughs> um, so, anyway, this is my question of I didn't think Billy saw. Because Skull runs up to them and is like, oh my god, where'd Bulk go? He was the monster. And Billy's like, no, he wasn't. Well, no, Skull points at him and says, you saw him. And Billy's like, I, don't know, I haven't seen him. I think they're just trying to get Skull away. Because I think they talked to Zordon again in a minute or something. Yeah, but this is when they tell him it's Bulk. They didn't tell him before when they talked to him after. No. And he knew then. <laughs> no, but Billy definitely saw it. Then why Bulk didn't he say, hey, she turned a kid into a monster, not there's a monster? I don't know. It's just really weird, and I, it made me feel like Billy was not there for the transformation. He definitely was, because as soon as he was Brat Boy, he threw him in a pool. See, I thought he was wet from when he ran in to, to go no, stop he got, the... No, he got knocked back into a pool. All right, I guess I missed that. That's the problem with taking notes, but if I don't, episodes go crazy long. Right. Oh, what does this even mean? They Okay, so they, they, <laughs> they're talking to Zordon, and they're like, can you teleport us there? Maybe we can talk him down. And he's like, well, the command center's power is pretty strained right now. They never say why. It's just, yeah, yeah well, I, we're running low because we haven't recharged for vacuuming, like what, I guess. What could happen? What could possibly happen? I don't know. Unless bad guys being in the basement is somehow draining the power. That makes no sense, though. It doesn't. It's the only there, nothing. Kind, this whole thing doesn't make any sense. No, and that's the only thing that's different is that they are there. <laughs> so, I mean, I, I guess maybe, but who knows? It's just like... It's a way for them to be like, oh, I don't know. This is a dramatic part of the episode. Right. But it doesn't even need to be a dramatic part yeah, of the episode. Yeah, because then they just teleport him there, and they're like, Bulk, you're a good guy. You're not a monster. You gotta Before, fight yeah. it. Because when they're like, we gotta go help him, and Zordon's like, oh, it would be dangerous. Aisha says, well, he's our friend. Yeah. We can't just let him be a monster. Yeah. They're friends. You they're guys friends. are friends. Aisha said that oh. Bulk is their friend. Bulkisha. That's a whoa! Some Bokisha watch gonna be a thing. <laughs> gonna be a thing. Um, not, not for much longer though. Nope. So Cat has just straight up given up on the accent at this point. Earlier when they're in that lineup, she's like, she, I forget what she yelled at him. It was really mean, but she's like, she's like, you're never gonna catch me, stupid. <laughs> but like, just no accent at all. And then in this, I forget what she's like. Yeah, you're a good guy. You're not a monster. Totally no accent. Yeah. They're just like, no one cares. Yeah, it's over. When Catherine Sutherland comes back, he'll be Australian again. He turns back. Bulk does. Like he he shrinks and he lands and he turns right, back. Brat into Boy's Bulk. like, no, I'm not Bulk. I'm a Brat Boy. I have no friends. And he collapses. He goes through stages of being Brat Boy, regular Bulk, and then Kid Bulk. 
Did he turn into regular bulk? For like half a second, oh, Paul Schreier is there. I missed that. <laughs> That's because he was on set. Because yeah. he was directing the episode. I missed that. I'm like, I gotta go, I gotta watch that. Because yeah. I didn't notice it uh, this time because he's like crouched down. Yeah. So it goes Brat Boy, a larger bulk, and then it goes, it zaps again, and then he's a kid, his regular kid bulk. Okay. And then immediately Rita and Zed are like, nope, and undo it. Well, because Bulk's like, oh, mommy. And Rita's like, yep, that's me. And then they turn him back. <laughs> And he is a brat, wouldn't you know it, and um, shoots the moon with a laser. Yeah, because the, the rangers are like, no, come on, you fight it, you're bulk, you're a good kid. We just did this. And then Zed is like, no, kill them. And then he's like, no, you can't tell me what to do. And he zaps the moon. Yeah, he's like, I demand that you do this. They're like, I order you to do this. Yeah. Like, no one tells me what to do. Shoots the moon, then, tell, just then transforms he, back. He transforms back, but he's standing facing toward the camera. Right. So you see each stage better, mm-hmm. and for like a split second, you can see Paul Schreier. Really? Yeah. That's cool. I like that. I was worried that he was going to come back as regular bulk. <laughs> I, and I was like, what does that even mean? What is even happening? I don't know. Then they have to let him know. They have to tell him, right? If that, if, um, yeah. If, like they, that's the only option. He like passes out, and they're like, Alpha, teleport us back to the water park. And he's like, all right, I'll try to summon up the power. For no reason. This doesn't need to it's, be this way. You can just say that in that same amount of time, you can just say, okay, I'll teleport you yep, there. Or like, okay, one second. There's zero, zero reason for there to yeah. be a power issue. It's so dumb. <laughs> it's so dumb. So they teleport back. Bulk wakes up, and he's like, I had a dream that I was a monster fighting robots, and you were there, and you, and you. He has the, uh, the classic uh, Wizard of Oz dream yep. coming out, coming to... Then Skull comes running out covered in branches. Yeah. Also, earlier when he was like, Bulk was the monster, he had like a bunch of little girlfriends. One of them was probably Shark. Maybe. Maybe it was Judy. There was one boy following them, but it was like four girls and a boy. Well, he just went and got some kids. He was like, dude, my best friend just turned into a monster. Come check it out. Right. It's probably what was going on. So then Skull's like, you were a monster. And Bulk's like, no, it wasn't. He's like, yes, you were. (laughs) Bulk's like, no, Weirdo. No, and they, they just like walk away arguing about if he yeah. was a monster or not. Uh, I like that. I really like little skull. It's gonna be sad to see him go. Um, little bulk isn't bad either. Um, no. I think he's a pretty good little bulk. Uh, I, I think he. I think he did a pretty good job. Zoran's like, all right, you guys need to come back to the command center. And to which I said, what about the power strength? No, now they're fine. Because <laughs> he's like, I think I found a way to give you powers. Okay, so they tell they teleport back. We cut to Goldar and Rito. They're lost because they're following the map upside down. Well, they're following a sneeze mark. On <laughs> on the map because they walked like down a hallway down a hallway toward the camera. Yeah, they're like, "There's a door right here. This isn't a door." Everybody's <laughs> like, "Oh, this is just where I sneeze. This is the wrong right, way." And he wipes his booger off I or guess. whatever. And then Goldar is still standing at the wall, and Rito's like, "I'll just make a door." Goldar's like, "Oh, you're so dumb," but doesn't move. Nope. While Rito is winding up a blast. Yeah, he calls Rito's bluff. It was not a bluff. <laughs> he blasts and catches Goldar's half of the map yeah. on fire. This, so this is why I'm thinking, like, maybe he's just like, you guys make fun of me so much, I'm just going to put you through heck while we're down here. And then Goldar just goes, and shakes his head, and, like, that's it for them this episode. Yep. Cut up stairs to the command center. And so I was like, guys, found the only thing that can turn you back to normal. The Zeo crystals. And uh, Mullet Kid <laughs> is like, hey... We got rid of those, right? Billy's like, yeah, you scattered those all across time in the you earth. You sent those through a time warp, remember? So that they would be impossible to find even for us, so, I think they said at yep. one point. So I was like, yep, and I found them. I, I pinpointed them in time. And Billy's like, all right, well, I'm the oldest. I'm the only one who's turned back. I should go get them. And he's like, no, they will not react to you because you're already grown. Because you, fi- you are outside of the time yeah. warp. 
somehow. They're, he's like, they're, they're, each one is connected to the Rangers. It's going to be a personal journey that you have to go through to get it back. That's what the next couple episodes are going to be. Yeah. That's pretty cool. I'm, I'm into it. Now we're in the part where I kind of remember. Right. So they're like, do you accept, like, Billy, you need to stay here and guide them, you know, if they need any help. And Billy's like, okay, kind of setting up his role for next season. Right. And they're like, do you guys accept the response, uh, the, the challenge of, of getting Zio powers? And then we get the opening roll call shots of them nodding. Yeah, like when they're <laughs> little kids in the beginning of the intro. Yeah, that this is the shot from that. Um, Mullet Kid is standing so weird. He does a lot of weird things. When he nods, I noticed it in the intro this time while we were watching, where he like kind of puts his shoulders into it. Yeah, like, he nods from his shoulders. Yeah. He rolls forward with his shoulders. <laughs> uh, so they all nod in agreement that they are ready to take the Zeo quest. Then we get the wide shot, and he is standing bow-legged. He's bow-legged, arms, his arms out. Out like he's flexing, <laughs> but wrong. He's standing like a tough guy. Yeah, he's standing like a tough guy slash action figure. <laughs> <laughs> he's the only one doing that. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and that's the episode. Final thoughts on Attack of the 60-Foot Bolt. The, the fundamental flaw in the bad guy's plan of turning a mean kid into a monster is that they picked Bulk. Who is not super mean. Who has a heart of gold. Yeah. So... <laughs> The only worst pick would have been... They should know that from the future. Right? The, the only worst pick is if they would have picked Skull. Right. That would have been even worse. But yeah, that's the only real problem with their plan. Uh, my only time travel complaint is that, I guess, Wilbur Wilton's a vampire. He's a vampire. Or just like a very handsome man who ages very well. Like, he's just going right. to be fine forever. Because he has not aged a day in... Nope. Seven question mark years. <laughs> so... In... <laughs> 2020 x years also like maybe he's a vampire who knows we'll never see him again so <laughs> no way to find out now we'll probably see him again he'll show up with master vile later <laughs> master vile does come back does he i think he's got one more appearance semi-infrequent appearances he got one in zeo somewhere i read i, I don't remember where though my final thought it was fun it didn't it, it didn't fun. lean into the time travel stuff so it right. didn't make me crazy like last episode did <laughs> Um, but that's it. Morphingrid.tumblr.com is our website. You can email us at lilydates.morphingrid at gmail.com. We're on Twitter at morphingrid. We're on Facebook at facebook.com slash themorphingrid. We're on iTunes and Stitcher. If you want to leave us a rating review, that would be awesome. And you're going to have to anyway, so I mean, you might as well get the jump on it. Please send in your best of jokes and clips and stuff. Uh, you have until December 31st to do that, but if you want to do it earlier, to let, give me a little jump. That would be great. And that's all I have. Oh, a bit of news about the movie. Right, we, we totally cover. forgot about this. We'll do it now at the end. Yeah. Two new Rangers have been announced. The Red Ranger... Uh, let me pull their names up. I already forgot them. D- uh, Dacker, Dacker Montgomery and Ludi Lynn. Maybe Luddy. Yeah, he's the Black Ranger. Yeah, Dacker Montgomery's the Red Ranger and Luddy Lynn is the Black Ranger. I think it's Ludi. It's only one. It's L-U-D-I. Might, it's probably Ludi. I think it's Ludi. Ludi, Ludi. <laughs> oh, Ludi. But... Uh, Pretty major thing about uh, Ludi Lin, he is Asian. Yep. So I'm pretty sure he's not Zach. Yeah, there's there's two ways this could go now. That's Adam. Yep. Or they're all new people. I'm. I think. I think they're new people because they've been announced as their Rangers and not as characters. Yeah. No one has said a character name at Which all. Which is fine. It's it's been called a reboot at least once before. Yeah, but it might be that continuation. Right. That, that we talked about the other day. It could be so many. Nothing about the plot is, like, confirmed. It's, yeah, everything is leaked and hearsay and, and right. speculation. Right, leaked in heavy quotations. If this, if this means that there's no black hole bomb and they don't put Goldar together out of gold, then I'm going to be so psyched. 
if that's what this means, then I am so excited. Um, so yeah, uh, we'll we'll keep you updated with any more casting news as it comes. Uh, there was a leaked side, like uh, casting side for Trini, it's Trini and Zach. Two things about this thing: it was it was focused on Trini. It was like a to to spotlight Trini, but they might might have also used it for Zach to quote unquote cast Zach and Trini. But this better not be in the movie because it was awful. It was terrible garbage. So if this is just a casting side that they're just using to be like hit some emotions, that's fine. Right. If they what want, is, what is a casting side? A casting side when you're um, in auditions, you have a script. Okay. That's casting side. Okay. It's, it's like a three-page little thing. You and another person who is auditioning will go back and forth. It, it's like to test chemistry and to like do lines and like to see if you can hit the beats and if you seem like the character. So it's like enough of the character stuff in there to like get a good feel to see if you would be a good Trini or a good Zach or whatever. Okay. It's like three pages long. It's some of the worst stuff I've ever read. <laughs> so bad. They swear in it. They dropped f bomb. So uh, I'm gonna say right now, I don't think this is real. I'm pretty sure it's fake. Also, all of the names, there's Trini and Zach. They are clearly whited out, like in Photoshop, and then Trini is written over the Trini part, and Zach is written over the Zach part because it's a different font. It's not centered. It doesn't look good. There's bits of the word under it that they didn't quite get. Like it looks like garbage. This might be fake. This is probably. Fake. It's also it has like. Some really stupid, like, adults who don't understand the internet kind of thing, like, going on. Like, um, th- they, like, lean on this, like, secret Tumblr that Trini has. That's, like, yeah. No, no, okay, here's the thing. They say, like, Trini's, like, my mom checks all my internet stuff. So, like, because Zach sent her a message and she didn't get it because her mom checked it first on her site. It was, like, dude, change your password? Like, pretty easy fix. And then also... She's like, yeah, but here's here's the address to my secret Tumblr account. If you get a message from this, you know it's real. He could he could only send he could only get a message from that Tumblr account if he has a Tumblr. Zach doesn't strike me as the kind of guy to have a Tumblr. <laughs> so, I mean, Trini doesn't strike me as the type of person who's on social media who would have a secret Tumblr or who's like whose parents are like super overprotective. Yeah. It's weird. I don't know. That whole thing is that sucks. Then, then Zach asks her out on a date, so I'm immediately against it. We no. are not team track here. No, we've never been team track. We will never be team <laughs> track. So I think that might be fake, and I hope it's fake. I'm uh, I am ninety five percent sure. Yeah, they like they drop they drop an f bomb, and like here's the thing about PG thirteen movies: you're allowed one f bomb, and it can't be in reference to the act. Like it has to be like right. a like a like in another usage of the f word. They would not drop it this casually. Like, they is, would save is, it. Is this one in reference to the act? No. Okay. They say we're effed. You know, if oh, right. like something is effed or whatever. Or it's it's effed. But, like, you would save that F-bomb. If you get one, you save it for, like, a moment that needs it. Right. Like, the Veronica Mars movie, PG-13, they get one F-bomb. It's sort of casual, but it's the perfect character time for Veronica <laughs> to say it. You don't throw it out willy-nilly right. in a juice bar, you know? So, uh, yeah, I will link to those there. It's a little not safe for work, um, so I'll, it'll be marked as such. But uh, that's it. That's going to do it for us for today. Thank you very much for listening. We will see you Friday. Paul Schreier's directing a second one. Yeah, um, I, I didn't know he did another one this soon. Well, they they this whole season they've been doing two in a row. Right. Um, at, at least for the Alien Rangers and like I think for a lot of season three. The directors do two in a row. It's easier probably to film that way, I guess. Maybe. I don't, I don't um, so we'll see. I, good outing from him. We didn't talk about that, but good, good job, Paul yeah. Schreier. Um, and we'll we'll talk about this next one next time. 
But until then, may the power protect you. That irascible coxswain, <laughs> frazzle, frazzle, bustle, rumble. Decker Montgomery. Uh, that's it. That's way easier to remember. <laughs>